What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Shay on Air. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. I feel like I've been bottling up a lot inside, and I know that sounds bad, but I've just been <clears throat> waiting for you guys and just saving it. And I apologize in advance if I'm clearing my throat a lot. I've been traveling from New Mexico to Arizona and just the elevation, the allergies, the pollen, everything is just getting to my throat right now. <laughs> it's funny because when I first started feeling it, I thought I was going to get coronavirus or I thought I had coronavirus because it started off with an itchy throat and at first I was like, okay, this is allergies. But then my throat started hurting and I, it was hard to swallow and I started getting body aches and I got a fever. And I was just like, fuck, Danielle, you got coronavirus. Like, you contacted that virus from touching something or someone while you're traveling. And I was just freaking out. I was sitting in a car Googling all the symptoms. And <laughs> I was just scared. I was low-key scared. But I don't have coronavirus. It's just a really bad allergy cold I'm trying to get rid of. So today, I want to talk about three things. Uh, the first thing is International Women's Day. The second is mental health. And the third is confidence. Okay, so I know I told you guys I wanted to talk about International Women's Day, but I'm going to take a little break from that and address something because something just happened just now and it's starting to pop up in a lot of areas of people's lives, um, especially indigenous artists, I want to say. And I see a lot, a lot of artists who are working their asses off day and night, um, figuring out, you know, how they're going to do a certain project how they're going to buy the certain materials for it. You know, they just give their all in, you know, what they make and what their passion is. And it sucks when you hear or when you see someone come in and recreate the same thing, knowing that they intentionally stole that person's ideas or content or whatever it is, and they take credit for it. And what I mean by intentionally is... You either meet with this person, discuss a project together, or they vent to you about something, and you know what you know, and you know that maybe they didn't share any of the details with another person but you, and you go and you do what they told you that they were going to do. That's what I mean by intentionally, because I know that a lot of um, artists come from the same backgrounds, the same tribes, and you know the main part of their art is to keep creating the same... Um, cultural references and that's different that's different from recreating cultural references that's different from intentionally taking someone's ideas those are two different things you guys and a lot of people have been you know experiencing the rough patch of it and it sucks because a lot of these entrepreneurs um, a lot of these upcoming artists a lot of these upcoming businesses had to start from the very bottom had to start from the very bottom and build everything up on their own and then you have people who come in and just take it away or bash on it or just have a negative impact on them and it sucks for that person because they worked hard for it and at the end of the day some of these people honestly only have that to rely on and most of them don't do it for, you know, the publicity. They do it because they love the content that they make. They're passionate about it. And they love that other people love what they create. And that's what makes them create more. And a lot of them don't do it just to do it. You know, they have a meaning behind their content, behind their art, and why they specifically do it. 
and it just sucks <laughs> it really does suck when someone comes in and takes everything and you know at the end of the day the person who took something they don't have anything to relate to it or whatever it's just it's just so they could do it and that's the part that sucks and do you guys know that when I work with a certain indigenous artist or when someone helps me out I will shout that person out. I will give them credit, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook, whatever the case may be, because I know that I didn't do this all on my own. That person helped me. That person helped me do this podcast or that person helped me um, create something that I envisioned in my head. You know, they're the ones that helped me put it together. And that's how it should be, you guys. It's not that hard, you know, it's not that hard to, you know, shout someone out and say okay well I got this original idea from this person or this person showed me how to do it and then again if you don't know how to do something or if you kind of have an idea and you're not sure what route to go in it's always cool to talk to someone about it. it's always cool to get you know someone else's opinion and someone else's advice and that's one thing that I also do is I ask you guys questions on Instagram and a lot of you guys DM me about certain things and that's the dope part about it because it's a community thing it's not so much okay well this is just her podcast I'm not going to say anything about it or whatever the case may be whether it's negative feedback positive feedback as long as I'm getting feedback and knowing that I'm not making it all about me, I'm fine with it. And it should be the same way with artists in general. It's not that hard, you guys. It's not that hard to ask for help. It's not that hard to give someone a shout out for the credit that they deserve. And it just sucks. And it shouldn't It shouldn't come to this. And it. it's just awful, you know, seeing someone you know, who works so hard for something, you know, get that taken away. And like I said, I'm not trying to start no conflict or anything. It's just, come on guys, it's not that hard to say thank you. Or it's not that hard to appreciate someone for giving you a certain idea. It just comes down to respect. You know, you have to respect everyone or else, you know, <laughs> how do you expect to get respect back it works both ways for example i'm giving you a lot of examples because i want you guys to feel what i mean you know there's this artist that we've been following for a while now a couple of years uh she makes clothing she makes earrings she does it all and you know her work isn't just fashion or jewelry there's a meaning behind it a strong meaning that she created that she has you know blown up for herself and for others and that's amazing when someone is capable of doing that but um this female artist uh, like i said we've been supporting her for a few years now and every event that we go to of hers that i know okay she's the host she's the one putting this together i make sure i do my best to wear one of her items that she created um, just this past weekend, she had um, a market that I wasn't able to attend to, but the previous couple of ones I've attended, and the first one was her first event, and what I did was I wore her shirt along with, you know, some pants and, you know, my own jewelry that I owned, uh, that I didn't make, but, you know, that was given to me, and I wore that I wouldn't say it for her, but I wore that in support of her because the shirt was made from her. The shirt dignified that, okay, this is her thing. This is her event. She put this on for all of us to attend to. And of course, I'm going to support her. Of course, I'm going to give her that respect. 
and that's just what it is you guys and for me it's always been that way since I was small Uh, my grandma's a weaver and when she goes to shows when she goes to Santa Fe India Market when she goes to the herd I'm right there with her and I'm not there you know dressed in whatever I'm there dressed up from head to toe not for the fashion not because it's a thing now not to get attention I do it because you know that's my grandmother and she's there you know showing her rugs showing her weaving and where she comes from and I'm standing right there next to her because I'm her granddaughter and I am going to make sure that everyone around her knows that The beauty is not only in her work, but with her family and that she takes, you know, good care of us and she raised us well. And that's just the way that I look at it. I don't look at it as in, you know, competition or fashion, whatever the case may be. Although I do like to dress up, but, you know, when it comes to certain things like that, it's more meaningful to me other than, you know, just showing off, I guess you could say, because that's not how it is for me just have mutual respect for one another and be thankful for the things that you do have and pray for the things that you want and keep working hard for it because that's honestly the only way it's going to come is if you pray you work hard and you stay humble about it and everything will fall into place after that so i know i went a little off topic there that's just something that i wanted to discuss it's something i wanted to get off my chest And I'm pretty sure some people um, would appreciate that I actually said something. And like I said, I'm here to look out for you. I'm here to discuss all sorts of things. And that was just something that needed to be said. As you guys know, this past Sunday, March 8th, was International Women's Day. And I honestly don't think that should be celebrated on just one day. I mean, we shouldn't celebrate all the political, cultural, and social standings that you know women go through every day and what we fight for every day and that's just something that happens every single day we stand up for ourselves we stand up for our families we stand up for what we do because at the end of the day no one else is going to do it but us and when you get a handful of females together I promise you that there is nothing stronger than that we cannot be held down to a lower level we will always come up stronger we will always come up smarter we will always come up with different ways on how to evolve so with that being said i want to give a huge shout out to all those females that wake up every day knowing that they have to conquer every single thing that day because they can't rest knowing that they didn't finish a certain thing and that's that's just personally how I am. So if you're like that, shout out to you. If you're a full-time student who works part-time or if you're a full-time student who doesn't work at all or if you're a single mother or a female entrepreneur trying to, you know, set things up for yourself and your family, props to you. If you're a female and you get up every day knowing that you can't just, you know, lay there and not do anything, it's a hard thing to do but it's also the most empowering thing that you know us females could ever do so this is a big hug from me to you i know some days are hard i know some days you just you just can't and you just want to take a little break but you know that's only going to set you back and some days are hard but you know it's brought you to where you are now and that's one thing that I reflect on a lot is when I'm having 
a shitty day or when I just can't, I pick myself up. I remind myself that I am better than I was a couple of days ago or even a couple of months ago and that it is possible. It is possible to get shit done. It is possible, you know, to stay in your lane and accomplish all the things that you set forward for yourself. So the next thing that I wanted to talk about is mental health. And I know a lot of you are probably thinking, okay, Danielle, what is the whole purpose behind this? Because before I um, put out there that this episode was going to release, I told you guys on my Instagram story, you know, what it was going to be about. And a lot of you were DMing me and a lot of you were asking if I was going to talk about my personal experiences with mental health. A lot of you were going to ask if it was going to be more of of an awareness type of discussion. And a lot of you thought it was going to be, you know, about exercises and things that can help with mental health. I thought about how it, how I was going to um, talk about this and I kind of wanted to do a little bit of everything. So a lot of you were correct on the direction that I wanted to go with this. So as you guys know, mental health is very important and some of you may not even think that I have mental health um, issues and I do and a lot of it was caused from emotional abuse. I've been through maybe I want to say three to four years of emotional abuse from a partner and it was the most hardest times of my life and I am to this day still trying to get better. I'm still trying to heal. I'm still trying to find you know my self-worth. A lot of times when I do talk about this with people, um, they mostly say, well, why do you keep thinking about it? Or why is it still bothering you? And half the time, you know, they just don't want to listen to me vent. And that's the part that sucks because if you've been through emotional abuse, you tend to not want to talk about it. You tend to not want to talk about, you know, everything that happened because, you know, when you do talk to someone, well, for me, when I did talk to someone, it was repetitive on the actions that this person did to me you know, to cause the emotional abuse. And the more I talked about it with people, the more I felt like, okay, they're, they are seeing it as a repetitive action. They're going to know that the same thing's going to happen over and over again. So why, why are they going to listen? And those were my exact thoughts. Over the years, as I started venting to people, a lot of people thought that what I went through wasn't emotional abuse. They thought that it was, you know, nothing, that it was just someone treating me pretty shitty, but it wasn't. It took a lot out of me, and during the time I was pregnant, so it it fucked me up pretty bad. A lot of people, of course, like I said, thought it wasn't so much emotional abuse. The word abuse, to me... To me, I think they thought it was bad, and it was bad, but to them, they thought the word abuse was to exaggerate, you know, the situation or whatever it was, and it wasn't until after the last year I accepted that, okay, this is emotional abuse because I cannot seem to get be- get better, I cannot seem to forget everything, and every memory was just horrible, it just it hurt me so bad. So keep in mind, emotional abuse cannot only be by words. It can be by actions caused by, you know, a partner or caused by a certain person. 
and that was one thing for me that was hard to get um people to understand and after a while i completely just stopped talking about it when i would want to talk about it i had to keep my mind off of it and it was the hardest thing to do and i regret doing that because it brought down my confidence to an all-time low i did not feel nothing i did not feel happy i did not feel comfortable in my own skin i just felt like i didn't know who i was i just felt like okay i'm gonna wake up in the morning i have two babies that i need to take care of and that was it i felt like i was invisible like I didn't exist like I wasn't worth anything I wasn't worth you know knowing that you know I'm home and I'm here going through that emotional abuse caused me to go down um the depression road and it wasn't I didn't suffer from bad depression I did know that I was depressed I did not enjoy the things that I once did I didn't enjoy going to work I just I wanted to quit my job i didn't like reading i didn't like listening to music i didn't enjoy food i didn't want to eat i just wanted to sleep all day and that's when i knew okay danielle you're depressed like you need to step out of it you need to you know do something about it and at the same time you know i did just have you know the twins and a part of it came from postpartum you know a part of me was telling myself you can't be a mother while you feel this way you can't raise two babies knowing you feel the way that you feel and it just felt impossible and there was so many days where I just wanted to leave like I just wanted to tell my family I can't do this I don't have the strength to keep going and at the same time I didn't want to tell them because I knew that that would break their heart and that's the thing with me as you get to know me as a person you know that you will know that I will put all my needs at the very last I will put everyone else's above me just to make sure that they are okay even if I'm hurting even if I'm broken even if I need something I will not put myself first and with that I also regret doing because during that time I did not know how important it was to put myself first until I want to say the very last year out of those four years is when I thought to myself okay it's time to be happy again it's time to you know get yourself out of your shell and try to be happy because you know you did nothing wrong and that's another thing with emotional abuse when you're emotionally abused you blame everything on yourself because the person who is saying those things to you they tend to tell you oh you're crazy or oh you're being insecure or why do you always have to act like this and it's just this big circle this big circle of emotions that goes back to you as in you're the reason why you're acting like this you're the reason why you're doing these things but in reality it wasn't me it was the other person making me feel at my lowest and that was the hardest thing to try to understand for myself because I always thought that everything was my fault. I always thought that I wasn't good enough and that I wasn't going to be good enough ever. So after a few years of, you know, going through emotional abuse, I told myself, you know, it's time to forget it. It's time to move on. And I tried my best to forget the parts that broke me down and 
that part is still with me to this day but however all the other parts are I wouldn't say gone but you know I don't carry them with me as I used to and that's a hard part that's a hard part of any type of abuse is learning how to forgive yourself you know for the things that you let slide so if you are listening and you've been through emotional abuse like me or if you've been through any type of any abuse or suffered from anxiety or depression don't feel afraid to dm me or ask to talk to me you know i will not disclose any information we talk to and i'm not a certified therapist or anything but i do know what all of those things feel like and i've suffered with it for a long time and just recently they are starting to come back i'm not too sure why i go through a lot of triggers like i said every day and it just sparks something in me and it sucks because you know i don't want to feel that way i don't want to feel like i'm not good enough or i don't want to feel like i'm nothing and that's the hardest thing you know to convince yourself and it sucks because you know people say oh well don't think about it don't think that way about yourself you know you are worth something and of course those words are so nice and to a certain point they are helpful but it takes a different type of person to understand and you know with everything that I've been through I'm still growing I'm still healing I'm still trying to figure myself out I'm still trying to handle things you know in a way that helps me and that's one thing that I'm learning pretty late because like I've said when I went through everything that I went through I kept it to myself and I fought through it for four years alone and I did not share it with a single soul even after everything I still kept it to myself I mean I vented to people here and there but like I said I felt bad for telling people because at the end of the day it seemed like they didn't care or they didn't want to keep hearing about it and they in a way I guess they thought that that was helping me but it wasn't right now I don't suffer from a lot of it like I said I do have triggers here and there I do get um occasional anxiety attacks but I've learned how to cope with them I've learned you know different mechanisms and techniques that help music helps me a lot um holding putting pressure on my chest and my palms of my hand or uh, my forearm helps me a lot I don't know if that'll help you but um just breathing just remembering who I am and where I'm at helps a ton so those are a few of your answers for those of you who are curious on why I want to talk about mental health and it's a touchy topic but you guys know that I'm a deep person I loved conversations about this because It honestly helps me, but it honestly makes me feel good because I know that the person who asked me those questions or people who are listening are probably going through the same thing that I'm going through, but, you know, don't really have an outlet. And one thing that was hard for me to share with my family was the anxiety part. I did not want my family to know that I have anxiety attacks or that I was depressed because I was I'm Native American I'm Navajo and to me I felt like if I shared that part of of myself to my family that they would think that I was not a failure but I felt like they would tell me okay well you're not supposed to feel that way you know 
go see a medicine man and all that and I do believe in my cultural beliefs but this was something that you know had to be cured on my own that had to be touched you know within myself and that was the scary part was coming out to my family especially my mom when I told my mom about you know all the things that I go through I was just afraid of her blaming herself when it had nothing to do with her as time went on um she started to help me a little bit more with everything um as well as my sister and my dad it's I don't know it's like I said it's hard coming out to family about certain things that are bothering you because you don't know how they're going to react and yes of course they're your family they're going to love you no matter what but for me it was the fact of them feeling sorry for me or feeling like you know they had to fix me right then and there or thinking like I'm psycho or psychotic because that wasn't the case you know I was just I was just really hurt I was just really broken and really lost and I felt like I was nothing and they were there to remind me of all the things that I had and remind me of who I am as a mother and as a daughter and as a sister so you guys please take mental health serious it's not an act it's not a cry for attention it's something that every person you know has their own reasons why on you know why they are the way they are or why they are going through the things that they're going through and for me it took me a long time to explain to people and I've had a lot of people laugh at me I had a lot of people tell me oh they're just um, episodes or oh they're just meltdowns and that's how they treated it but it really wasn't and that's the part that hurt the most so if you're going through you know any sort of abuse depression anxiety any sort of mental health issue or you know if your family's going through it if a coworker's is going through it, a friend don't be afraid to talk to people don't be afraid to you know let it be known because a lot of people tend to cover it and from personal experience the more you cover it it's going to come out a lot harder. It's going to hit you a lot stronger as, you know, years go on. And like I said, I'm healing from it all today. And one of the main factors that helped me through it was dreams. My dreams on becoming a physical therapy doctor, my dreams on becoming the best mom that I can be pushed me to get through all of those because you guys, I've been through school the last four years and within those four years, I've dealt with all the emotional abuse I've dealt with all the self-doubt the low confidence everything and that's hard that's hard to do when you're trying to make something out of yourself because you are at school you're trying to tell yourself okay this is what I'm gonna do this is how I'm gonna do it but then in the back of your mind you're fighting that that inner person in you saying you can't do this or you're not good enough or what are you doing this for And that was my struggle. That was the hardest thing that I had to do. But the main thing that got me through it was um, the twins, my babies. And if you're a mother, you probably know what I'm talking about. You know that every day it's always going to be mom. Mom is going to be the one who has to figure out what we're going to eat for the rest of the week. Mom has to be the one to get us ready. Mom has to be the one to give us our snacks the way that we like it. Mom is the one who we're going to cry, run to and cry to when we're hurt. It's just mom, mom, mom. And that was what got me through all of those hard years is knowing that, you know, mommy has to do it. Mommy has to get through it no matter what. 
but to this day I'm okay I still have a few triggers here and there I still have anxiety attacks but I've gotten to know my self-worth a little bit more and I know what I need to do when I know I'm triggered I will usually text someone and tell them hey I'm in my head today and I don't know what to do and that is helping a lot this podcast is helping a lot writing in my journal is helping a lot music helps me a lot there's just a lot more outlets I know that I can go to than I did from the very beginning and that is something that I am more thankful for so you guys don't think I'm just this big old wreck I am still human I'm just you know trying to heal and trying to grow and trying to be a good mother out of all of it and it's been fun like I do not regret anything that I've been through because it honestly wouldn't have made me who I am today so enough with all the sad mopey talk (laughs) let's talk about confidence and it's funny because I was talking about this with my friend Summer the other day and Summer and I have been friends since elementary school since Sanders elementary school I want to say and um we lost connection because I moved to the city she stayed on the reservation and then she moved to Albuquerque as I got older and um we recently reconnected our friendship and she is so funny she just knows like what I'm gonna think at the very second or know what's gonna come out of my mouth and she was making fun of this picture that I posted on Instagram and I was posing and she was telling me like how do you have the confidence you know to pose like that in front of a camera and you don't have the confidence to go like into the gas station by yourself and it's true because I don't know how like confidence is just something that for me is in the moment type of situation I am not confident 24 7 I'll tell you that like I may post pictures and seem like I'm confident but those are just pictures and nine times out of ten I probably contemplated whether or not to post that picture or not and everything that we were talking about confidence wise it's just I guess something in you that you have to grow with I want to say because I can't tell you how to be confident and I can't give you a handful of confidence and say here be confident because it's not going to work unless you believe it and for me that's just how it is and ways that help me feel confident is just it just depends on the day it depends on you know what I'm wearing that day what my mood is what I ate for breakfast if I had coffee or not or how much makeup I'm gonna be wearing it's just a lot that ties into it so confidence is definitely something you know you can't learn within a day or two it's gonna take a lot of time and that's just something that I have built over the years little by little is self-confidence and self-worth so it's just it depends on you a lot of you may agree that you know some days you are feeling yourself you are hyped up about yourself and then the next day you're kind of just like eh, like you don't really care what you're wearing or you just don't really care to take pictures because you're not feeling it so I don't know confidence is just it's a tricky one it's something that probably will be 50 50 for everybody so if you're a female right now and you're listening to this and you're coming home from work or going to school picking your kids up from daycare dropping your kids off from daycare going to the gym coming home from the gym just know that you are amazing and you are trying every single fucking day to 
be better than you were the day before because nobody knows you but you nobody knows how you are but yourself and that's the beauty of it is because you grow within and that's taken me a long time to learn that process and it's a never-ending cycle of learning and growing and that's the dope part because I'm gonna make this podcast today well I made this podcast today a couple months from now I'm gonna come back and watch this or listen to this podcast and I'm going to tell myself you know what I was really feeling it that with that way that day and now I'm here it's just the results of seeing yourself grow is dope it's it's amazing and I see a lot of that within myself through pictures, I want to say. I see a lot of selfies to where I know that smile was forced or I know that smile is fake. And then I go back to recent selfies that, you know, the smiles are more genuine. It's just little things like that, you know, you'll learn as you start to grow. So to my fellow females out there, stay strong, keep doing what you got to do. Because at the end of the day, you are the only one who's going to handle it. So that is it for this episode, you guys. I am running out of breath, if you can tell. I'm like a fucking dying horse right now. And my throat is killing me. So thank you for listening again. Again, my DMs are always open. Slide through them. Tell me what you think. And I'll let you guys know when the next episode will be up.